to episode 6, the DJ in the podcast, we love this for us, we're already here at episode 6, who would have thunk it, I never thought I'd be here, but you guys have been so supportive, and you know, I'm so excited to continue making content for you guys, obviously the last episode was on Thursday, with the mukbang episode with the squad, in KFC, obviously it's been a, it's been a while, a whole four days, that's a, that's a while, the longest wait we've had between episodes so far, but Friday I was busy, full day of school, and I was like, <laughs> nah, FIFA also came out, and I was like, mm, priorities, come on, Saturday I had a whole day of work, so I was like, yeah, we're not doing that, Sunday went out of us on a beautiful day, it was scintillating, it was beautiful behaviour, and we had a lot of fun in London, it was quite cute, quite fun and fresh, Um, yesterday I was just like, yeah, can't be us, so today, on my free day, when I've got essays to write, Instead, we're going to get this podcast episode done out of the way. I'm recording this around 12.30. Again, in my bed, my podcast studio. I've also just realised on like how I record my podcast, I can invite friends. So if you want to be on the podcast, and you, you don't have to meet me, you just need to download the app that I use. And then wait, and then I'll send you an invite. And then you, as long as you're quiet, like the area around you is quiet and you can talk into your microphone, it's clear. Bro, you can be on the podcast. Like, we're here for this shit. But anyway, we've got some things that we need to talk about today. And on my story, on my Snapchat, you know, if you don't follow me on Snapchat, follow me. If you don't have me on Snapchat, definitely go and have my Snap. Because, you know, we need to get the numbers up. Continual progression. You know what I'm saying? But it's G-X-D-O-N-22. Go and add that. Anyway, on my Snap, I put my story. What's your biggest fears in a relationship? They'll quote some very severe answers. And, you know, this podcast is very much jokey-jokey. But, like, at the same time, we've got to know when to turn it down a bit and be serious. So, there's some serious stuff in them. But before we get into the serious stuff, let's just let's just talk about the, the, the more relaxed ones, yeah? Let's just get ourselves bedded in, you know? The most ridiculous one, I'd say... <laughs> was <laughs> was put by Luna. She said, in a response to what's your biggest thing in a relationship, she said them dying. <laughs> oh my god, I've just seen that. My watch has been. Oh my god, no, that's fine. My watch fell. It's <laughs> all low. My watch fell, and it's cracked, which is fun and fresh for us. Anyway, she said. That her big spin relationship is the person that she's with dying. I mean that's a fair that's a fair enough. That's a good enough fear for me. Like, I'll have that. That is a good response. But it just caught me off guard and I was like, Wow, what are we doing here? Child, anyways. I mean that is a big issue. I was I wrote I can't really help you with that. If they die, they die. I'm not really God. If you believe in God, I'm not Guys, make sure you eat your five a day, make sure you're eating properly, make sure you're exercising getting enough sleep be healthy you know ain't nobody got time to be in a relationship with someone who's about to conk off <laughs> um a lot of people snap back to with a biggest fear of them being them being deemed as not being enough um i think realistically you guys well not even you guys i feel like those people in our generation rush into relationships we need to long out the talking stage i know it's long talking stage depending on how much you're talking to them 
should be at least two months, at least before any titles, before any exclusivity. Like I think it should be two months. Have I rushed into relationships before? Sure, sure. Like, but you know, you learn from your mistakes. You need to build the foundations, and if you don't have the foundations, when you build the house, it's gonna sink into the mud. Okay, so guys, make sure that you build those foundations. Because once you've got those strong foundations, those fears, even if they're still there, they won't be as big as they are when you're rushing into it. You need to know every single side of the person before you jump in. Like, that's how you avoid getting your heart absolutely shattered, you know what I mean? Anyway, another one was being replaced. I mean, you can't really blame your ex for replacing you. Obviously, if it's if it's immediately, that's a bit of a dickhead move. But, like, eventually you will get replaced. If you weren't the right person, you can't expect them not to ever get with someone else. You know what I mean? That's a bit, that's a bit selfish. Whoa, I need to cough, but I don't want to cough in your ear holes. Give me a second, guys. <clears throat> sure. I'm definitely not ill, guys. I promise you I'm not ill. I don't have corona because I've got a bit of a runny nose. So, we're fine. We're fine. We're okay. Another one was being used... If you're being used, it's just a bit of an L for you. No, I'm joking. I actually need to... <laughs> I need to stop with not taking this seriously, okay? Right. If you're being used, it's a very sticky one. I mean, because that is definitely premeditated. You don't get into a relationship where it's like, oh, I liked her, and then I'm going to stay just because, you know, sex, or noddy, or I'm going to get my pussy hate. Like, that's premeditated, which is very peak. But as I said, if you've got a long talking stage... I know it seems like they'll do whatever it takes, but people who want to play you, they're not going to stick around for that long. Because if they do stick around for that long and they still just use you, then there's something completely wrong with them. If you've been used in the past, it's not you. Please realise that. It's not you, it's them. They're the dickhead, okay? You've done nothing wrong. You're perfectly fine, you know what I mean? Okay. Another one was them falling in love with someone else. If this is during the relationship, 100%. That's a big fear. That is quantifiable. That is justifiable. If this is outside the relationship, you guys are toxic as fuck. Another one was making them promises that they'll never keep. Personally, I think you should just never make promises in a relationship. That, that's, that's it. That is literally it. Just never make promises in a relationship and you'll never be disappointed. Them lying, as I said, this all goes down back to to the foundations. Build the foundations, and you can build a skyscraper. You know what I mean? Oh, one good one. Um, someone being right. If you like somebody, like 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 them, like like every bit of their personality, but they're bad in bed. That was a fair relationship, and I feel like while you listen to that, and you're thinking. Uh, this guy or this girl just wants to, you know, have sex all the time. Sex is a big part of a relationship. It's a big thing. And if they're not just, like, if they're not satisfying you, personally, I believe you've got every right. Every right to want more, you know? Don't cheat on them because that's a dickhead move. If you cheat, you're actually a dickhead because it's like... You make them feel like they're not enough. You make them feel like, what did I do to deserve that when they did nothing wrong? Like, you're just a dickhead. But, you know what I mean? 
that's very very peak for you right oh yeah as i said i just feel like i feel like that's justifiable i genuinely do i genuinely feel like that's justifiable right i'm going on reddit but like i'm going on reddit um because reddit is the the holy grail of podcast material and (laughs) we are definitely not going to (laughs) we're definitely not gonna go through some sex stories on reddit no that's not happening well i didn't know no nah anyway okay oh my god it's already wild the 29 year old female I used to suck my brother's dick. No, no. This is a fucking long story. Okay, right. This started when I was 19. He was 21. I never had a boyfriend or any experience with a guy other than kissing. Um, When I was 14 at a teenage disco. Because I found it hard to talk to guys. My friends had set me up with the guy that I went. And I went with it. I wasn't the most attractive. I wasn't still. I'm 5'9". Natalia vibes. Jesus. Slightly chubby. Had short dyed blue and black hair now long and is blonde and always wore black clothing we rate the black attire basically i was a goth my bro who's also not attractive five free this this his family is vertically challenged bro kind of chubby ginger with freckles all clothes that were too big for him he had a girlfriend for a while but that ended because she was bitchy right straight off the bat very small family 21 and 19 to be five three and four nine respectively that's just a bit of an L. they're both slightly chubby um One's ginger, one's blonde. Don't know how that's occurred, sure. Okay. Anyway, continuing. So how it started. I never watched any kind of pornography at all in my teens, and when I was about 18, I started watching those adult channels on my TV late night, which would get me curious as to what it would be like to suck dick. Like I mentioned earlier, I was never good at talking to guys, so finding a boyfriend or even someone random to it was not really an option, so I decided I might ask the one guy I could talk to, which is my brother. Could I do it with him, which took days of conflicting whether I should do it or not since. One, he's my brother and that's illegal, two, it'd be weird, three, what if he never wants to speak to me again if I ask, but eventually I grew up here and asked. I remember explaining why I wanted to do it, that I'd tell nobody and... It wouldn't be for long. So after thinking about it for a few minutes and asking me if I was sure, he agreed. Okay, right. It did, she's tapped. But he's even more tapped. How can your, your younger sister come to you and ask, ask like, do you want to do? Do you want to do? Do you, do you want to do? And you're like, I say no more. That, oh, the hell. Anyway. This is wild. So the event, after he agreed to let me do it, he closed his bedroom door which is where we were, sat at the edge of his bed and slowly pulled it out. <laughs> he was soft and took a few minutes before finally getting fully right. His dick was around average and uncircumcised. Wow, I hope he was cleaning that because, you know, damn. It was the first dick I'd ever seen in my life and it was nothing like the ones on the adult channel. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I was sitting beside him at the end of the bed. I moved my left hand towards his dick and suddenly moved his foreskin up and down my thumb into an index finger. It felt weird. Like, it felt smooth and like, fleshing carrot or something. 
She said it for like a carrot. Wow. Wow, Gleb. I did that for a few seconds before bending down and putting the tip of my mouth while holding the bottom of his stick with my left hand. I remember thinking that I was expecting it to taste bad, but it didn't really taste like anything but skin and how wrong what I was doing was. Right, okay. So she, now she realises it's wrong. Okay, say no more. I started moving my head up and down, slowly, barely getting past the head while stroking it with my left hand. I did that for about a minute or two and then started feeling his pre-cum on my tongue, which I wasn't a fan of, so I stopped and got up. I remember him asking me how I was, and I replied with good, or something like that. He put it back in his pants and I said thank you, and left to go, and left to go back to my bedroom. Okay, this is weird. This is weird. I'm sorry that I'm sniffling. I've got a runny nose. It's not my fault. It kind of is. Shush. Okay. Okay. I'm still baffled by this, man. Man said thank you, you know. Man said it was a transaction. (laughs) What was supposed to be a one-off thing ended up being a daily thing. Oh, my God. When I asked him, I could try again, which he agreed so far. That second time, I ended up in stick almost every day. At first, I was doing it for a minute or two, but eventually it was 15 to 20 minutes. When I started getting used to pre after a few days, he started repaying the favour. These Donnies are tapped. The first few times he came from me sucking his dick, I moved away, finished my drinking him off, then catching it in my hand so I could wash off easily. Then he used to allow him to come in off players when I started bringing a towel, such as my chest, my neck, my face, and eventually in my mouth when I got brave enough. This lasted for four or five months until I started a job at a local supermarket and met a nice guy who ended up becoming my boyfriend and we're still together to this day. He doesn't know about my brother and I don't think I'll ever tell him. He was the guy who I lost my divinity to. I didn't want to go any further with my brother. And... The guy who got me used to talking to guys when I started hanging out with him and his friends. My brother also found a girlfriend after, about two years after I met my boyfriend and then I was engaged. Um, okay. Right, Um. that was very traumatising. Anyway, let's... <laughs> let's move on. Okay, let's... Okay. Oh my god. No, no. Oh my god, no, no, no. There's a story. My husband, male, 49, fucked my sister, female, 24, while I was female, 29. Wait, what? <laughs> why are they so. Why is there 20 year age gap? What the fuck? Uh uh-uh. uh. Wait, give me a sec. Damn. Why is there a 20 year age gap between the couple? Already, it's a bit mad. Just that's the title, bro. I haven't even clicked on the story. It was uploaded 10 minutes ago. Jesus Christ, okay. My sister got laid off during. Wait, let me start again. My sister got laid off due to the pandemic. And to add insult to injury, her boyfriend broke up with her just recently, so she had nowhere to stay. And we're in semi-isolation, so she came to live with me and my husband instead. She'd been somewhat depressed and stayed in her room every day, not talking to anyone, and there weren't much things to do anyway. But the thing is, my husband and I in heavily revolved an SM relationship. Why do I not know what an SM is? Okay, whatever. I feel like it's got something to do with being sexually active, whatever. Anyway. 
Um, okay. Every night before bed, he would oh oh is in that BDS at us anymore. Okay. Every night before bed, he would whip me with his belt and fuck me really loud. <laughs> I was certain my sister heard everything. One day, my sister asked me how long I'd been involved in SM relationship with my husband, and if he if she could watch. These Donnies are so comfortable with their siblings. Like, I'm comfortable with my sisters, but like Jesus Christ. Anyway. I asked my husband if it was okay. He said yes. I felt really embarrassed. Maybe it was because she was depressed. No. Maybe it was because she broke up with her boyfriend. Maybe it's the pandemic. She was really eager to just try everything. My husband had done everything to me as if I was, my sister wasn't there. He had the dog collar around my neck with a leash attached to every... A leash... Oh my God. Why can't I read? Dyslexia. He had the dog collar around my neck with a leash attached and everything... Oh my god, he had the dog collar around my neck with leash attached and everything and made me crawl naked around the room before tying my hands and feet together, leaving my pussy wide open and exposed. <laughs> like, I get you guys having kinks and stuff, but this is just degradation on a level that is a madness. As in, he's... Oh, uh, never mind. Okay, I actually need to sort myself out. I need to get a tissue. Do you guys want to hear me? No, no, I'm going to put the microphone down. I'm going to... Right, okay, give me a sec. Ow. Why did I say ow? I actually have a problem of reflexing and just saying ow. Okay, whatever. Okay. As my husband was fucking me in this very humiliating position, my sister came over, started to touch all over my husband's naked body, and ended up sucking my husband's cock. As she was sucking him off, she said to me, you're so lucky to have such a great husband, I'm so jealous of you. Then my husband said, speak in English, please. My sister and I are Japanese. <laughs> my husband ended up fucking my sister, while I was tied up on the other side of her. <laughs> so, her sister... Asked if she could watch the husband and her have sex, and then her husband tied her wait, her husband tied her up to the bed, and then her sister starts sucking up his husband, and her husband fucks her sister. Why is she still tied up? No, no. <laughs> my husband ended up fucking my sister. Well, I was tied up on the other side and watched. After he fought, he ordered her to crawl over to me and squat over my face and me to lick the cum out of my sister's vagina. He came inside her. No. No way. <laughs> to my utter shame and surprise, my sister actually did what he told her to do and I ended up licking my husband's cum out of my sister's vagina. I could hear my husband giggling and saying, it's really true, heaven is when you marry an Asian slut. It's been really awkward between my sister and me. It felt like I have introduced an enemy into my own household because every day me and my sister tried to win the favour of my husband. No. No way, that's real. These guys surely make up these stories, 100%. They 100% make up these stories. This is a, This is ridiculous. Um, okay. Okay. Anyway. Okay, there's a f my first orgasm. Okay. I never thought I... It, I actually need to learn how to read. 
I never thought it'd be possible for me to get an orgasm on my own. I've never gotten released and never masturbated. I get turned on and stuff. It never comes to an end. Vibrator. So I was laying in my bed in the afternoon. I was scrolling through soundgasm lists. And I came across this one sound, which was actually a mix of instructions and degradation. It turned me on so much. He kept saying stuff like, you're such a star. Look at yourself getting wet on my command. Which is generic, but it felt so hot. I was dripping. I masturbated to it and I kept going way longer than when the sound ended after I orgasmed I was so relieved it has made me happy since I want to go again and I'm sure you can help me out send a message you know what Reddit is so tapped Reddit is actually tapped a blowjob at work okay how long is it oh it's not that long okay fine right okay I a 32 male he used to work at a grocery store when I was younger there was a milk in her mid-40s, I was about 19 at the time. He was always flirty with me, but nothing ever happened because she had a boyfriend. One night we were working together and she was telling me about how she and her boyfriend had broken up a few months prior and I jokingly offered to show my god to cheer her up. She said yes, but I couldn't tell her if she thought I was full of shit and would actually go through with it. I mentioned to her to come to the back of the bakery with her and took off my apron and unzipped my pants. I pulled my pants down and pulled my already rock hard cock out. And she got saying that she didn't really expect me to do it and grabbed it. I asked her if she wanted to suck it immediately. <laughs> she got on her knees and took my entire cock in her mouth. <laughs> she had a way of rotating her cock. <laughs> no, no. She had a way of rotating her tongue on my head. While simultaneously taking me further in And honestly I couldn't hold it in I told her I was coming she defrayed me Let me calm down her throat She swallowed every drop and then stood up with a smile Told me to put pants on and get back to work Sadly we don't talk anymore but I think about that bloke job often <coughs> No, no, no Okay Okay a wedding night takes a turn. No, 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 no. What were we thinking, guys? What were we actually thinking? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've just got a mad idea. Cheating stories. I'm doing cheating stories after this. I should probably do two episodes to make up for... Yeah, I'll do two episodes because I don't want my episodes to be too long. I'll probably do this story and then we'll end this episode and do another one. Right after. Okay. Who well, I do cheating stories, but this is a cheating story. Wedding night takes a turn is the title, right? Okay. Oh my god, they've written it like it's a GCSE language paper too. Question 5. Okay. It was 10.47 at night and Lindsay was overwhelmed by a mix of anger and insatiable horniness. Insatiable means, like, a, a desire that can't be quenched. Like, for all your uneducated donkeys, that's what it means. She got married only 8 hours earlier to Trevor. This is definitely made up. There's no way that Trevor and Lindsay are an actual couple that piss off. To her friends and family, it seemed like she'd won the lottery. He was a successful lawyer from a wealthy family. His look was decent enough. And he could be kind and funny. Right, this guy's definitely just getting married to his family because he's rich. But he also loves to drink and often to the point of blacking out. She asked him to stay under control on the wedding day, but he couldn't. Their wedding hasn't been consummated yet. And when they got back to their hotel suite around 10, Trevor reeked off hard alcohol. But she still wanted him. In her wedding dress, Lindsay pushed him on the king bed and jumped on top of him. He grabbed her and pulled her close. They deep kissed with their tongues embracing. But she immediately got turned off by the taste of the alcohol. 
she reached out to feel Travis' cock and it was only semi-hard. She got pissed thinking about how his dick wasn't hard. He had his uh, horny wife in a wedding dress grinding on top of him, for fuck's sake, she thought. <laughs> she decided that he would probably get in more of the mood if he saw in lingerie that he had bought for tonight. With that, she jumped off the limp dick husband and darted into the bedroom. Wait, where were they before? What the fuck? Oh, bathroom. Jesus Christ. I can't read. Once there, she stripped out of her wedding dress and put on a black crotchless bodysuit. There was an opening in the front for him to fuck her. I wanted it back for him to lick her ass. <laughs> the top also had holes allowing her perky tits to poke out. She felt her insides getting moist by just putting on this outfit. A quick pee and some mouthwash and she threw open the door ready to fuck her brains out. Trump was on the bed motionless and snow in his clothes he'd passed out. Lindsay tried to wake him up, even sucking his soft cock to see if he could get him up. But... <laughs> but nothing, he was snoring. After downing half a bottle of champagne that was in the sweet fridge, Lindsay stood in front of a mirror in the room, looked at her sexy body in the lingerie. Her right hand drifted down to the hole in the front, which started fingering herself. Lindsay sat down on a cushy chair, spread her legs, thrust two fingers inside, and massaged her clear. This is really graphic, guys. I probably should have told you. I didn't know they were going to be this mad. Really, is wild. She would have made herself come in a few minutes, but she thought she saw her phone light up with a notification. It was a text from Alex, friend from work, who'd been at the wedding. He is married, but come to stay, come to the wedding alone, and was staying at the same hotel. Ten tips for your wedding night. Read the story he'd texted. Alex and Lindsay had a run joke, sending each other these listicle type stories over the past few years. They were actually pretty close and liked to flirt harmlessly with each other. The text immediately made Lindsay think about the times when their flirtations pushed towards something more. He was older, about 10 years, handsome and strong. He didn't hesitate telling her when she looked good and was constantly saying that any guy who'd be with her would be lucky. Once he told her that she had legs that would make most men cry. <laughs> this is, okay, this is just it's one more paragraph, okay. She would reciprocate the compliments and liked to joke about how in shape he was by asking him to make a muscle and then feeling his rock hard bicep. It seemed innocent, but after them seeming, but after seeing them at a work happy hour, once oh my god! But after seeing them at a work happy hour, one of her friends legitimately asked if they were fucking because of how well they clicked and laughed with each other. Lindsay said no because they weren't, but she thought about having hot sweaty sex with him often. Alex meanwhile had trouble concentrating on work when Lindsay was around. They were in a meeting and with about 10 people, they sat next to each other and Lindsay was wearing a miniskirt with ankle boots and no tights. Just her long luscious legs out in the open. As she sat with her legs crossed, Alex caught a glimpse when she turned when she turned her swivel chair towards him. He looked down, she swung her legs back under the table. Alex chimed in to say something when he was done. Alex, oh Jesus. Lindsay had pivoted back towards him. And this time, rubbing her legs together a little. I was getting aroused. He looked into her legs, looked into her legs, looked at her legs, looked up at her and smiled while biting her lip. Alex tried to think about something else, but he couldn't. The rest of the meeting was a fog. Now every time Lindsay thought of her long... Oh my God. Now every time he thought of Lindsay, he thought of her long, centrist legs wrapping around him as they fucked. Or he thought pinning her legs back behind her head or taking her. After thinking about it for a few minutes, Lindsay decided she couldn't resist responding to Alex. Her test read, Hey, what are you doing? Alex responded, In my room, drinking one of the beers I snatched from the bar. Shouldn't you be doing some of those tips I sent you? Lol. Lindsay said, Haha, the funny you knew. Can we talk? 
Alex, seriously? Sure. Lindsay, what room number? Alex, 202. Lindsay, be down in five. <laughs> Wait, they've left it on a cliffhanger? No, no way. That's rude. That's actually disrespectful. I'm gonna... I'm gonna save that. So, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. <laughs> but this is 28 minutes. It's kind of been long. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I just read out Reddit. This is not really prime content. Honestly, I don't really care. Because I'm not... Dude, this isn't a job. I didn't force you to listen. You chose to listen, so you know, pop off. Hopefully, oh wait, we haven't done our sponsor segment. Okay, we'll do our sponsor segment. It'll run over a bit, but we'll do our sponsor segment. Today's sponsor segment goes to who do you give it? Oh, you know what? We're giving it to Oscar because this guy on FaceTime last night just decided to just. <laughs> he decided to pop off. So, Oscar, you get the shout out at So, everybody, if you don't already, go and follow Oscar immediately. Right, go and follow his art account on on the Instagrams. It's d.bujo underscore. Go and follow that immediately right now. Like now. Double tap. Don't swipe up, just double tap. And then, you know, continue. And go to your Instagram, wherever it is on your on your home screen. Yeah, yeah, thank you for doing that now. Thank you. I appreciate that. And also, on the Snapchats. On the Snapchats. Add Oski. Also, also, start calling him Oski. No, just, I feel like it's a vibe. Just call Oscar Oski. Um, he's not Oscar0504. Go and add him. Add him up. Pero, that's all, ladies and gentlemen. That's episode six of GD and the podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Make sure you keep sharing it. Let's get the numbers up. But until next time, don't die. Don't kill yourself. Don't give it suicide. And peace.